Yes. That's all five episodes, all four episodes before. Right. And we need to give a shout out to our male listeners because we're making this podcast for women, but we do have some guy followers and, and guy sippers. So yeah, thank you, men, for tuning in with us. Yes. Yes. Shout out to the dudes. Shout out to the men. Shout out to yes. the professionals. Shout out mm-hmm. to all of our listeners, all of the dynamics. We appreciate y'all because this is for everybody. It's not just for this. It's for everybody. It's for everybody. So um, let's get to the business. Um, what are you drinking? Well, um, I'm drinking some champagne adjacent today. Okay. I have kombucha in my champagne glass tonight. And um, okay. yeah, me and the kids, we, we drink kombucha out of champagne glasses because we classy. <laughs> and it's a good kind if y'all drink kombucha. This is a, um, I think it's like a apple cherry flavor and I got oh, it. Yeah, I got it at Walmart, but they sell it at Whole Foods. They sell it at Publix, and uh, it's really refreshing. It's, it's crisp, and it's good for you. It's good for you. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got. My coworker told me what kombucha was made out of, and I'm going to just be quiet because ah! you don't want to know. You probably <laughs> it's, would stop buying it. It's, well, I get that because it's kind of like an acquired taste. It is vinegary, yeah. so I can only imagine how to get it to that point. But I've developed the acquired taste for it. I like okay. it. It's good for your belly. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ruin it. So enjoy your. <laughs> well, you know I they have... had it. <laughs> they had it at that place we went to, um, with the fountain. They had it at Fountainhead too. You know, they spiked oh, kombucha. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's good. Mm-hmm. Fountainhead is what. So, um, let's go ahead and talk about our businesses of the week, our black businesses of the week. Um, I'm going to highlight essential things. This is a soy hand handcrafted candle and wax company. Um, she is a local business. Is I do not know her name. I apologize. <laughs> But I have bought one of her candles before, and I have been trying to remember to order another um, candle. But I be thinking that she is going to be at these pop-up shops. So I went to the black market. She wasn't there. I went to the river market. She wasn't there. So um, I'm probably just going to have to order online. And the website is EssentialThings.com, and they offer luxury body sprays, room spray, and essential oils, and wax. So give them a follow. We'll put this in the description. It's really good. Um, The other Black businesses that I'm, the other Black business I want to highlight is the Oatmeal Experience Food Truck. Yes. Sullivan. Yes. Um, if you are in Chattanooga and you haven't had the oatmeal experience, what are you waiting on? It's really good. <laughs> yes, Basically, it is. he turns uh, oatmeal up into like a, a pleasant taste, you know, not like your grandmama made it. He <laughs> has original flavors like 
um, apple pie, peach cobbler, strawberry cheesecake, um, cinnamon swirl, which is one of my favorites. And my ultimate favorite is the red velvet. Um, it is good. Yes. Red velvet oatmeal bowl. So y'all just give them a follow. Um, that is the oatmeal experience on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. And I saw them at the Y the other day too. So catch yes. them. I have a, a black excellent spotlight. Um, my friend Chef Cornelius Layson. He is a independent chef. Hey. He recently well, he was recently on the news and oh. uh, for being the first uh social media chef, I guess. What? And nice. um, he made Black History. Yes. <laughs> so, for him. Yes, turn the up. first social media chef in this city in Chattanooga. Uh, I think that's what he, I think that's the history. I have to go back and double check that. But um, he does have a YouTube channel and it is Chef Cornelius Layton. And it is good. His food is amazing. He also recreates, you know, like, restaurant food like I mean he'll he he recreates recipes and puts on spin on it and then you know films it on YouTube so just give it a try um and I just want to shout out him because that's my dog <laughs> that's what's up okay. shout out Chef Cornelius yes so how was your week Dee tell me what you did this week this week we are getting over spring break. The girls were out of school this week, so okay. I tried to be mindful of them being at the house and took some time off of work a little bit to get them out the house because we really save our traveling and things for the summer. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of their friends probably went out of town for spring break, but I grew up where um what what do you mean spring break vacation? We at the house. <laughs> so I was used to just being at the house. I didn't even take off work for it, but I noticed a lot of my coworkers were out. So I took some half days because I just felt, you know, I felt like it was time to be okay to leave work for half a day, at least half a day. Cause I did have stuff to do since I didn't plan ahead, but I was like, is it okay if I leave a little bit early? And it worked out, got a chance to let them visit with their friends, braided some hair for nine hours, and um, it was it was worth it. I did some uh, knotless box braids on my oldest, and so she should be good for some weeks. And then Monet got a chance to see an old friend. Mia got a chance to see friends, too. So I was like, you know what, this was worth it. Um, cause going to work, I would not have had time to do any of that. By the time I get off work, he's braiding hair and nobody's driving across the town. So we did that. Um, we went to a basketball game Friday. So we closed out the week and we kicked it NBA style. NBA grown up style. Yes. It was a great way to end the week because after that game, Saturday, I did nothing. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, I finished building uh, my bookshelf. I put my bookshelf together. And after that, I watched, um, I think I just caught up on TV and then Mm -hmm. went to work at my other job on Sunday. 
uh, and then pick the kids out from their dad's house and we just chill because they had to go back to school the next day. Well, one of them did. Mommy mm-hmm. had one more day off because she spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So that's your week. How was your week? Um, picking up from your spring break, we took a family vacation to Florida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know you had spring break, so I was yes, going to. Yeah, I was great. We went to Legoland. Yes, and I was did. really. <laughs> I was very <laughs> grateful to hang out with my family, uh, spending time with my nephew, and just having fun. Like, you know, I told you the other day, my parents are close to 65, and they was rolling, riding them roller coasters, you know, with their hands up, enjoying yeah. themselves, I'm you so, know, my yeah. daddy, he I'm just so retired. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my dad just retired, so it was just like, he enjoying himself, his life, you know, enjoying being a grandfather. And, you know, the older I get, and um, I think maybe just moving back home, too, I just really appreciate my parents a lot more, you know, mm-hmm. growing up to mm-hmm. really just see them as individuals, you know, not mm-hmm. just my parents. But I just feel like um, a lot of love is there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to yeah. have loving parents like that. And also between, you know, me and you, um, our friendship has grown where we're we're sisters. We're best friends and everything. But I was telling somebody today uh, about the NBA game and somebody was like, oh, you be bothering. I said, no, people just <laughs> love me. Yeah. I said, this is love. I said, yeah. this, this things come around to you when you are loved. So yeah, I, just, I am loved by my bestie, loved by my family. Yeah, so I just <clears throat> want to put that good spirit out there. Um, that, um, <laughs> the NBA game was amazing, wasn't it? A great um, time! Oh my goodness, I'm selling my best going to more NBA games now because, yeah. and that was, I mean, that wasn't the first time that I've been to one, but just being that close. I'm just like, how can I not sit that way every time I go? Mm-hmm. I'm grown now. I'm, yeah. I'm an adult now. I know what to do now. Yeah. <laughs> I know that it's worth it to invest that time, invest that resource to be able to have that experience. It was mm-hmm. great. It was even the vibe with the people that we were sitting next to. It's just like yeah. everybody that we were around, even when we were in like the little food area it was like everybody was on the same energy yeah it, it wasn't no mess it wasn't but that's the love i'm talking about we was able yeah. to enjoy that we put our love we received mm-hmm. love you know yeah we talked to some lawyers you know yeah. <laughs> to see on what they did but if they were just very friendly and, and everybody was friendly you know? everybody was yeah, yeah everybody was just enjoying their time and even at the end, when it got a little spicy, everybody was still kind of chill. Like, nobody was running yeah. to see what the hype was about. Everybody was just like, you know, all right. So the spice <laughs> was this man who was over-exaggerating. I don't know. He was upset <laughs> with somebody. I don't yeah. really know what 
the argument was about, but no. he was just putting on because his wife or his girlfriend was the only person holding him back. His homeboy. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. Nobody was feeding into it. It was just a spectacle, and it yeah. did not taint the night. The night was still great, and we went out to, um, what was it called? Escobar. Two chains, uh, spot. Yeah. yeah, that was a nice way to round it out. It just kind of reminded me of, I don't want to say my youth, but <laughs> <laughs> it just reminded me there ain't nothing changed. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm over the cliff. A little bit. After I bought my own hookah, I'm not spending money on nobody else's hookah. So yeah, it just depends on the occasion. It depends on the occasion. I mean, we the highlight of that night was the game. Now there are going to be some nights where the highlight is the club. Like you know, I'm in Vegas or somebody's birthday. If my mom want to go to the club for her birthday, the club gonna be lit again. But that night. The club wasn't outshining the game. The game was like, mm. it was everything. So I feel like we might have been too old to be in there, honestly. That too. That too. That may not have been our crowd. The music that they was playing was like music that I was in college. I mean, I guess that's good, but I don't listen to all of that no more. I don't know who anybody Stumbling is. on the words. That's what I was about to say. I mean, the music, a lot of music that they play nowadays, I just don't know what anybody is by their name. They pick them out of a crowd. So, yeah, our age be talking to us. Oh, gosh. Let's switch segments here and um, we'll talk about what we've been listening to and what we've been watching. I'm going to keep it short. I'm still in my feelings. My (laughs) dating life is good. So, I just we were listening to all love songs. Yeah. And I've been listening to <laughs> Victoria Monet, mm-hmm. um, the Jack Horner Project. Oh, okay. And I've, and I've been listening to uh, Coco Jones. I don't yes. know what that independent project is. It's her latest one. And it's okay. got a CD on it. Of I'm course, that's a her show. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. it is the album. Excuse me, the project, you know. Yeah. Um, Is it an EP? 1988 <laughs> over here. Okay. The album. <laughs> the CD. I'm the CD over here. Album, too. I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying to catch on to y'all playing, you media people. <laughs> 88 over here. The album hitting, the mixtape, the CD bumping. And um, then I've been listening to uh, all the female rappers. Jaquise called them the dolls. Yeah. But Trina. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Trina. Megan yes. the Stallion. Cardi. Mm-hmm. Um, City Girls and Nikki. So that's who I've been rocking with. I like that. With Good energy. Okay. Yeah. That's Even funny. Well... Uh, so this is gonna show my age again, but there's a song <laughs> I discovered this song by uh Twenty One Savage featuring Future, and I think Metro Boomin is on the track called X. I don't know if you know what that is, but the song is called X. Okay, look it up on Apple. <laughs> Girl, it's just a song about flexing on your ex. It's just a, it's just nice. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know 
It's called eggs. It is an, it, it is old, isn't it? Yeah, I only just heard it the other day. Exactly. I only just heard it the other day. And I was like, oh, I'm like, what song is this? Let me add this to my playlist. Okay. <laughs> I have to have to let the kids know. Y'all heard this yet? It gonna be like I you know why I remember this though. Somebody got married. Like my first, my roommate. Mm-hmm. My college roommate got married, and that was like the song they was listening to. That's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> that song has a great baseline. I don't know. Yes, I was just like, yes. we add yes. this to the playlist. So I've been listening to that, um, listening to podcasts, um, you know, trading off music in the car. I've been trying to um, make my long car rides productive and listening to um, some good podcast outside of us you know because i still play us i'll be listening to my own stuff and you know i don't listen to us so many times so i listen to other podcasts um beyonce still be in my ear like i i I ain't gonna let that go uh carisha please um so Mm -hmm. in addition to podcasts apparently she's on youtube you put me on to her and trina episode Mm -hmm. so i have had that going and I like them. Yeah. I like Carisha. I love Trina. I'm gonna always love her. So I had her in my ear with Trina and Janet Jackson. Just like Beyonce, Janet gonna always be in my ear because mm-hmm. she's always every mood. Janet Jackson is every mood. Hey, um Janet. so yeah. That's been my my playlist and my you know my listens lately. <laughs> um, guess we'll go into what we've been watching. Yeah. Um, I've been watching. I finally got to binge all of my own shows that I haven't seen, and I'm I'm not finished, but Loving Marriage Huntsville. Mm-hmm. One show on own. Okay. And then put a ring on it. Put a ring it. On it is like a relationship couples therapy show. Really? Yes. I'm gonna have to investigate these things. I'm not up on. I've heard of, I'm pretty sure I've heard of those, especially Huntsville. No, I've heard of that. Mm -hmm. But I have not sat down and watched it yet. That's the kind of stuff I gotta watch at my mama's house because she got, she the one that got the the EPB, Fire TV. (laughs) (laughs) And I got, I got, you know what? I got that on my TV too. I just need to take the time to watch it, actually, because I'll be logging in. So mm-hmm. it's good. It's yeah. good black TV and Love and Marriage Huntsville gives me what um, Housewives used to, Atlanta Housewives used to give me because yeah. the last couple of seasons they've been good. I heard the quality was better. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've been catching up on all my drug shows, so Snowfall mm. came to an end, y'all. Snowfall then concluded. Oh, really? Lord have mercy. And I liked how it ended, too. I actually liked how it ended. Um, I ain't gonna say nothing, because I believe okay. you can watch it. Come on, I now. I told that to <clears throat> said that before. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, caught up on that. Um... Watch the latest episode of Power Book Two this week. I think I'm caught up on it. Um, I watched it Sunday, so and then I also went into childhood bag. Like I watched Sandlot this week. 
which always brings me back to just a cozy mood. Mm-hmm. Sandlot is such a classic. I realized who my first crush was after watching that movie. All my all my days, I was saying it was Michael B. Jordan from Hardball, but I think it was Benny from Sandlot. Have you seen the Sandlot? It's been a long time. Oh, oh man. I'm sorry. It's okay, but whoever knows Sandlot, they know who Benny is. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Boy, I, I do remember, yes. Um, and then I watched It Takes Two this week, which is a, a movie with the Olsen twins. And I used to be an mm-hmm. Olsen twin fanatic. I just wanted that clothes. I just love how they used to dress up like little grown women in their movies. <laughs> I just wanted their fashion. And um, It Takes Two has my girl in it from Look Who's Talking. Um, so mm-hmm. that was on. And yeah, just... Uh, watching TV and falling asleep on it. So I ain't really get to too much beyond that. <laughs> that part. Yeah. Casey Allen was in that movie, wasn't Yes. That's yes. I couldn't think of her name, but yes, that's my girl from Look Who's Talking, which all the Look Who's yeah. Talking, you know, those can be on repeat too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is our, our segment. Our, well, it's not a new segment, but we just kind of, introduce our main topics to you guys and you know have uh discussions the same discussions we have together um so we're going to call our discussion segment tea time you know so um that was what we were going through before was our happy hour so now this is our tea time so uh i guess if y'all at this point y'all would um get your drink or whatever, get your tea <laughs> yeah. and just listen. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You can pause and do it your up. thing. Yeah, you can. It's, it up. it's still a moment. We're just keeping it rolling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so um, Dee actually presented this topic and I really enjoyed it. I'm just going to read it off to you. It is when you, I guess it's just, I don't know if you oppose this as a question, but um, balancing taking ownership of what you are good at and knowing when it's time to push yourself while also giving yourself grace and rest. Let me say that again. Yeah, run that back. Balancing, run that back. <laughs> balancing taking ownership of what you're good at and knowing when it's, and knowing when it's time to push yourself harder while also giving yourself grace and rest. All right, so Dee, go ahead, open up. What you got? Well, I could talk about this all day because it's a cycle mm-hmm. with me. It is a constant cycle. It is a constant battle. Like the challenge is real. Okay, it's mm-hmm. a toss up between being careful what you ask for and mm-hmm. dreaming big and. Enjoying the journey while also giving yourself grace. Like, it's all of those things. It's like a duality of all of those things, right? And Mm. with me, it's like, I don't want to get too comfortable. But I also want to acknowledge that I've worked hard to get here. And sometimes it can be discouraging when you've been working so hard 
you reach your goal, but you're still not totally fulfilled. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I got to keep working hard to get to that fulfillment. And then I'm like, but I'm tired. And mm-hmm. then it's like, well, when am I going to have to not work hard? Like when am I at the point of where I've accomplished what I, where I want to be? And mm-hmm. so it's like, I'm wondering how much harder I have to work to get to that fulfillment and it's a cycle because I have to remind myself that I'm still proud of where I'm at. Like I still have to realize I have all these attributes that are worth being proud of. Like it took everything I love about myself to get here. So I have to remind myself of that. But then, like I said, it's a cycle because as I remind myself that I'm awesome and I'm great and because of that, I've reached my goal I could get complacent and I can get comfortable. Mm. And so the cycle starts over like, okay, I'm needing to get back on the grind because I don't want to be complacent. I don't want to be comfortable. And maybe I haven't set my expectations high enough. So I need to keep reaching it. And I'm trying to learn to balance that and I'm trying to learn gratitude and being grateful for what I've achieved and giving myself the grace. And at the same time, I still feel the urge to push myself and I want to be elevated in my skill set because I'm also trying to elevate my money. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to earn more if I don't do more. So then I want to do more, but you have to be able to balance that with rest and you have to take breaks and remember to live in the moment and remember to take the moment to enjoy the journey and compete with just myself, not to compare myself with anyone else. You know, I'm just competing against me and I try not to compare myself to too many people. Um, although I do look up to people and I let myself get inspired by what's possible through seeing other people achieve things that I want. So I kind of like flip the mindset, flip my perspective and not really compare myself and be like, why they have this and I don't. It's more like I'm inspired by that and I'm happy for them because I can see what's possible for them. And um, I just look at the people who I want to aspire to be, like the people that travel the world there was a time when I wasn't in a healthy place and I didn't want to see that. But now I know I'm in a healthier place because I'm happy to see that because it just pushes me to make those plans and look at people who are scholars when I think about furthering my education and not be like, oh, I'm too tired to do that. But no, I look at them and I'm like, what steps did they take to get there? And Mm -hmm. again, it just makes me believe that it's possible. So I'm enjoying figuring out that balance I'm trying to you know fall into happiness being a choice when I'm feeling like Mm -hmm. things aren't connecting the way they're supposed to be connecting I think we talked about how this week at work I felt like I wasn't adequate in some of my things and it just you know had me thinking about well you may not have felt adequate this week but you're still someone who's accomplished well enough to get to where you are you just have to keep learning and it's a journey Mm -hmm. you still got your job you're fine Mm -hmm. you'll get there so how is it for you how how has this concept applied to you 
really interesting. Um, I don't, I guess the only way, like, it would apply to me right now. Well, when I, when I tried to address this topic, I kind of just wrote the question out, like, mm-hmm. and, you know, things that I'm good at first, you know, like, yeah. If, and, and this is probably me speaking in career, uh, in a career sense, because <clears throat> I feel like that's where I probably have some balance, um, going hard or giving myself grace, grace, rest for, giving myself grace for things. Yeah. Um, so I just wrote out like what I'm good at, you know, um, I'm, I think, oh, wait, wait, what I'm good at is just like, uh, Creating, uh, listening, being open to suggestions. I'm good at supporting, good at helping. Mm-hmm. I'm good at figuring it out. I'm good at keeping myself busy. Um, and then I kind of thought about my other challenges that I'm good at. You know, the gym. I'm kind of real serious about fitness and yeah. just being aware of the foods that I eat that, you know, and what it does to my body, you know. Right. Um, and not just in as far as like eating too much sugar is gonna make me a little bit more chubby around the waist. Sometimes eating too much sugar, you know, can either mess up my skin, you know, or just yeah. um, have me not sleeping at night. You know, I'm not getting much much rest because I had too much sugar. Right. Um, also, I'm I'm good at realizing what is worth entertaining and what is not. Like, should I give my energy? To this pettiness, or should I just walk away from it? Can I just yeah. respond to it lightly instead of just going in at that? So I'm good at that. What I feel like I need to push um, myself sometimes is that last ten minutes of cardio <laughs> at the gym, or you know, after I train with Bree, she wanted me to do like another ten minutes of cardio after a hard session. You know, those are things where I feel like I need to push myself with. Sometimes interacting with family and friends is hard for uh, me. I need to push myself to do that more um, mm-hmm. because time is so limited now, recognizing that. And um, sometimes I'm a cancer and I just want to be in my cubby, like in my shell, and I don't want to come out. And um, sometimes I have to think outside the box to stop being so selfish, you know, and kind of be available to to people now, I'm, I'm not saying I'm gonna be available all the time but like yeah. if they really need me just kind of step out of myself and just be available it, you know um let my presence be available to them yeah um <clears throat> sometimes I be having to push myself to stop eating Chick-fil-a you know, <laughs> love that shit so much yeah. that's a real struggle for me um, yeah I just love it too much but um, if I stop eating it, I could save a lot of money, <laughs> you know, and I'm working towards that, balancing um, money to save just because I just spend too much money, you yeah. know, and we'll, we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, the next question I wrote out was, where should I give myself grace? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like in alternate, I should give myself grace when I feel exhausted. You know, after a whole long work week, you know, I used to, I think when I used to live in Atlanta, I just kind of used to 
That's it. It's so pretentious. It's just got to make you feel like you got to be on. You got to be hustling sometimes. And I will be leaving um, work on a Friday evening feeling like exhausted. You know, I work the whole week. But for whatever reason, I feel like I got to grind. So I just get up and do like a Postmates or something. I feel like I had to have a second job or whatever. But now I cannot do that. Yeah. <laughs> when I leave work some days, I'll be tired. I don't I, I don't feel like I can give myself another energy to to do the, the next job. And then and that's no no disrespect to you because I know you do that and you push yourself to do it. But yeah. sometimes I get real exhausted where I, I just either have to say no. I don't want to sound like I'm lazy or anything, but sometimes I'm just really exhausted and I, I, my body feels it. And I'm I'm getting older, so it's not like I can just give everybody the energy, you know? Right. Um, I should give my great myself grace. Um, when I know I attempted and it's just oh, when I know I attempted a task and it just didn't work out. You know, um, sometimes I don't want to relate this to work, but sometimes I, you know, try to figure something out, a project. Let's let's just say when we first started the podcast, I'm just giving mm-hmm. an example, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I thought we was going to be big, <laughs> you know, <laughs> on, the, on episode one. Now, I appreciate our listeners because they listening. But I just thought we was going to have, like, a whole bunch of followers and this was going to come out easier and everything. <laughs> Did you hear all them bad edits in the beginning of our first episode? Like, it was just a lot of noise and everything, you know. <sighs> and when I went yeah. back and tried to edit that, it just didn't work out. You know what I mean? I clean tried to clean it up, clean it up the best way I can. But it just didn't work out. But I can give myself grace knowing that I did try, you know. Um, and I could try again tomorrow with a different task. Yeah. Um, the next thing I think, um, let's see. Um, I was talking to another friend. Her name is Ashley. And, um, she was telling me that sometimes she feel like it's too much. Sometimes when she gives herself too much grace, she becomes a little bit lazy and start procrastinating. Yeah. Um, like she was telling me that, you know, she really just don't necessarily like her job or anything because of the management and the pay and, and the interaction and everything. And um, she don't like interacting with her coworkers. And I'm thinking like, well, you know, why are you sitting in misery and you feel like you don't like it? Like, that's kind of the time when you need to figure out a balance where you could apply for a new job, you know, mm-hmm. figure out something different. Yeah. And um, let that be your motivation because this is this is your time to to use all of all of these tools to get you to the next level. So I was saying to her, mm-hmm. you know. While you're at this company or while you're at this job, what can you take away from it? You know, mm-hmm. then you can mm-hmm. go into asking yourself, what am I good at? Okay, you have good communication skills, organization skills. You can complete tasks in a quick turnaround. You know mm-hmm. how to finesse customer service, you know, and with customer service and communication skills, they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
listen to what the customer wants. Listen to what the manager wants. You know, are your team players, your coworkers? And think about those things. Like, can you execute it? Yes or no? If the answer is no, it's okay to give yourself grace to feel like, okay, I do not know how to complete this task. It's a little bit challenging for me. But are you smart enough to say, are you brave enough to say, can you help me figure it out? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Use that as a tool. Um, And if they tell you, no, we can't help you figure it out, then you use your idle time. You know, take some courses, like you said, you know, Mm -hmm. read a book, Mm -hmm. read something um, so you can be familiarized with the with the project or something or the task that needs to be executed so that you can become a better person anyway. Right. So while you're doing that, you're preparing yourself for the next um the next step or the next job, the next project. That's when you go hard. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You figure out what you're good at, then you apply your pressure, right. you apply for jobs. And even if it's like, as far as taking a course, I'm not saying just going back to school, but you know, some of this stuff is on YouTube. Just use YouTube University. Yeah, it's about using your resources. Yes, use a mentor. And like me and you were talking about, you know, figure out ways to go to networking events so that you can meet people that can help you um, expand your inner circle and have conversations with unfamiliar people to enhance your communication skills. Or even just to find out ideas on how you can execute a project so you can get to the next level or the, execute another task so you can get to the next yeah. level. Yeah. Um, and um, I feel like once you start doing that, you'll be able to grow as an individual and overall get to the goal that you want. I agree. So um, I don't mean to ramble all the time, but I just feel like... Um, when it's time to give your yourself grace after you, you know, you prepared yourself and you start applying for these jobs and they may take you till you know, it may take a long time for them to give you a final answer uh, mm-hmm. to get that job. Just know that you you tried. Exactly. You did apply. You did do all the tasks. You're doing the work to prepare yourself to get to the next level. Just know when to go hard. Know when you want the bag. Use that fear that frustration to motivate you because I've been in many cases where I just feel like I'm in a dead end I'm at the ceiling and things it's time to figure out the next thing you know what I mean and I honestly like that time um because it's like a fire behind you you know what I'm saying and me personally I like to see the end result so I think when it's time to go hard, it's always, it's survivor mode, you know? So I just feel like that's just, that's when I'm my best, you know, when I was in school or whatever, you waiting to get to graduation, you know, or even when I'm creating shows, I'm always waiting on the end result. Like that's my best, that that motivates me. Yeah, I like that you started out with listing this the things and the the stuff that you're good at. I think that's a great mm-hmm. strategy for everyone or anyone to just reflect on the things about themselves that are attributes and you listed everything about you that's you know that you highlight about yourself and what you're good at. That's good because um 
that gives you a a place to start. And then you Mm -hmm. also, while listing that out, you're recognizing the things that you could work on more, you know, Mm -hmm. because, you know, there's always room to grow and letting that uh, frustration motivate you. That Mm -hmm. is real because I Mm -hmm. felt the most motivated when I was frustrated in a job that I just, like you, I felt like I was at a dead end and it was frustrating because it was like, okay, I ain't going to make no more money in this role. I done reached my peak. I am, you know, I am going to exhaust all my efforts (laughs) because Mm -hmm. this can't be the end. (laughs) This can't be. So that can be very motivating and um, letting that frustration motivate you. That's key because it's, um, I just shared this actually on my story, like earlier tonight, um, you was mentioning, listening to Coco Jones. She was um, in this little clip. She was saying like, we go through seasons and it's like, Mm -hmm. seasons don't last. Like it can't Mm -hmm. rain forever. Like it would just overflow. Like seasons, they're temporary and while you're in the season you just got to take that opportunity to figure out what am I learning from this and you're not Mm going to move out of that season until you figure out what you're learning from it first like I feel like there's seasons that lasted a long time for me because it just took me a long time to learn my lesson in it and then once I I learned my lesson in it and realized okay this is this is where I need to shift okay, things started changing. Once I shifted mm-hmm. something, like something clicked, like, and, and and I think a lot of it for me was just moving in fear. Like, yeah. even though I was scared to do something, just doing it anyway, like just do mm-hmm. it. And then a lot of times when I have done that, just doing something in fear, I start flowing naturally in it. Like, yeah. like sometimes like going to a networking event you brought that up I've always like when I was little I was like crippling shy like I was so shy it was crippling like and as an adult I can get back into that like oh I don't Mm want to approach this person I don't know this person but when I just do it anyway next thing you know I can't shut up so it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's, you just got to do it. <laughs> it's just interesting that you said that because even when I, and we known each other since we were kids, but I always thought you were so confident. Like, <laughs> I never thought you were shy. You would speak your mind, you know. People say I'm and, quiet all the time. Like, not recently, but there has been a lot of people that yeah. have said that. Like, even, you know, you pointed out people that thought, to you, they thought I was quiet, but you know, I'm. It depends on who I'm around. Like, there's some yeah. people I'm quiet about because I like to read people. I got to, you know, see what the temperature is with people. Yeah. But once I warm up to the right people, it's a good time. So yeah, it's, yeah. It, but yeah, there are moments when I'm just like, oh, I don't want to make a bad impression, and that can mm-hmm. hold you back a lot, worrying about what impression you're gonna make. So. Pushing through that can, yeah, that can be a motivator if you just work through that. Yeah, a lot of us do live there. And you're right, once you get on the other side of that, you see the beauty and you realize that sometimes the grass is Mm -hmm. on the other side. And then I feel like the more you talk to people, Mm -hmm. you know, um, 
you'll realize that you're not the only one that feels that way. You know, um, a lot of us deal with <laughs> imposter syndrome. Yeah. A lot of us are afraid. A lot of us want to get get to somewhere. We just don't know um, the right steps to take, or we feel like we don't have the, we don't know the right direction to get there. Um, that's why you just got to enjoy the journey and it's enjoy true. what you experience on the way. Um, you know, and, and sometimes I probably should tell that to Ashley, but, um, you know, just tell her to chill out sometimes and just kind of figure out, um, I mean, just enjoy the journey, you know, get what you, what you learning from work, uh, from that part of your career and just yeah. kind of like, just use it to get you ahead because, even I think some people get into this whole pro this thought process of once I get here, my life is gonna be good. Exactly. Once I leave this place, my life is gonna be good. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I've had so many moments like that to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember living in Atlanta when I was staying with my aunt. I was like, once I get my apartment, everything gonna be good. That's where all the drama came. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. That is um, real. That you is. You gotta learn how to be patient. Yeah. You, you can either be learn how to be patient, balance being patient, and then you also need to learn how to balance loving your journey. Okay. That's a big part of it, learning your journey, because that's yeah. Because I've you know that's where I was getting at when I was like, I set a goal, get the goal, and I'm still like feeling. Well, I'm still don't I'm still not where I'm trying to be though. Like even though this is what yeah. I prayed for, but there's still something mm-hmm. else that I want. There's always gonna be something yeah. else. There's always gonna be something else. So it is mm-hmm. about well, this journey is still enjoyable and I'm still so much further than where I was. So it's yeah. also remembering that. And yeah, um, gotta recognize that. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta recognize that you're okay, still so much way. further yeah. than where you were. Mm-hmm. And you're at a place where other people are trying to be, right? No matter mm-hmm. how low you think you are, there is someone mm-hmm. else is still like, I'm just trying to get that. So, um, and when I am wanting to obtain more and there's something holding me back from trying to go get it, I like this thing. Um, I don't know if you used to watch This Is Us. On that show, Randall and his wife, those two characters were my favorite. And they used to mm-hmm. run through worst case scenario games where like, I think there was like one scene where the daughter had this boyfriend, right? And he had a kid. And so they were apprehensive about like accepting him into the family and being on the daughter's side or putting their foot down and the daughter being mad at them. Like they were trying to contemplate like how to move. Right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so they played it out. They was like, do we really want to beef with our daughter? Why don't we just accept the kid into the family? Cause what's the worst case that's going to happen. And then they'll talk through all the worst case scenarios. We accept the kid. She going to marry the kid. That's the worst case scenario. She going to marry the kid and then she going to have a kid and then she going to drop out the dropped out of college is that the worst case scenario mm-hmm. she gonna drop out of college and then she gonna go to jail and you know they just run through all these worst case scenarios because at the end mm-hmm. of it 
all through all all throughout the scenarios, it's still something you can deal with. Like you can go through mm. the worst case scenario and it ain't nothing that you can't handle. After talking mm. it through, you realize, okay, the worst case scenario is this. That's fine, I can handle that. And then yeah. when you actually live in it, the worst case scenario never really happens. But after you talk yep. it through, it'd be, it, you minimize it. After talking it through, yeah. you minimize it. So yeah. I do that sometimes, too, when I'm holding back on something. I think about, like, what's the worst case that can happen? And I'm glad I said that right now because I'm actually going to do that tomorrow at work because mm-hmm. I got to do something and I don't feel like doing it. I don't know if it's going to come out the way I want it to come out, but worst case scenario is I get fired. Yeah. But if that happens, yeah. I just get another job. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, yeah, it is what it is. I'll just get my job. It's fine. Yeah. So things, yeah. things can be handled. Just do it. Worst case scenario, I, I'm trying. I'm. I probably applied it that skill too. Um, right now, m- what I'm really working on, um, is not giving too much energy to things. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, working on my character. You know, um, that's important. You know, my sister passed away, but she, a a lot of people loved her because she had good character. You know, I've never seen my sister in no mess. And I want to go around like that too. You know, I've never seen you in no mess either, though. Understand that. I I haven't. Right. And we're going to keep it that (laughs) way. And we're going to keep it that way. Motherfuckers be trying you. You know they do. <laughs> and that's when you just have to really, you know what I'm saying, give your own self grace. And yeah. not go hard at that moment. Balance that out. And that's that's a skill. And I I think I told you something like this recently. You were saying I think we were talking about quietly quitting, mm-hmm. you know. And you kinda suggested I say um, keep it cute. Don't burn bridges follow up for a reference you know you just never right. know right and then me being me instead of running myself I could do something possibly really immature just because I, something didn't go my way and that's worst case scenario yeah you know, I've done it before so you don't want those things so yeah your network your network is valuable you know what I'm saying yeah your network and is valuable first impression is important absolutely so um, you know, I just have to write in my journal. Yeah. <laughs> Find another outlet. Yeah, that's you that's, know, that's another outlet. Listen so. to my love song. Yeah. You know, yeah. Music is therapeutic. Music is therapeutic. Yeah. yeah. Just like just keeping me calm. So all right. Okay. Um that's a good discussion, baby. It was. It was. Let's cheer today. You got a little bit left. I got Girl, left. nah. I tossed this up a long <laughs> time ago. <laughs> okay. So what are you setting your intentions for this week? Okay. So I always put budgeting on my intentions, and I'm going to always put budgeting on my intentions because mm. it is a constant thing. Especially when I want to do so many things. So I just, Mm -hmm. if I keep talking about it, if I keep putting it out there, then I'm going to continue to do it and hold myself accountable for it. So this week, um, 
it's about budgeting my time and my money. So in addition to mm-hmm. budgeting my finances, I do want to budget my time and make sure I'm allocating my time appropriately um, mm-hmm. because I appreciate the time that I take when I do nothing. But I also have to make sure that I take advantage of my time when I have nothing to do and become productive and take that time to uh, do things that I may have been putting off because I claimed I had no time. So when mm-hmm. I actually have time, I want to budget to like file my taxes. I still need to do I that. I need to do it, <laughs> That's due, girl. It's due next week. Oh, I thought it's usually the 11th. I just look at today's date. The 18th, okay. isn't that next week? Or is it not next week? Today's the 11th. So yeah, next week, I need to take care of that. Um, and just uh, going back to... Um, That's a whole week from today. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. There's some errands I need to run at the store. Like, I have things that I've been meaning to return to the store because they broke and I just haven't had time to do it. So, yeah, I just want to budget my time and my money and everything else will fall into place when I do those two things. I I will feel, I feel like that'll help with any anxiety that I have about procrastination if I just budget my time. I feel like my anxiety will be relaxed. Yeah. Um, my intentions, I'm just going to try to show up for myself. And what that means is showing up at the gym, um, showing up at work, and showing up at work on time. That's for me. And I'm not doing that for them. I'm doing it for me because I want to grow up. I want to be responsible um, I know what I need to work on, um, and I'm not going to uh, go down a list of things that I want to show up for, but I'm going to work on work on showing up for me um, in, in everything that I do this week. There you go. Because so, when you know you're um, capable, you're going to feel good when you do it. It's going to feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like it. All right. Well, if you guys made it this far to the Tea and Champagne podcast, thank you for listening. Yes, indeed. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. You guys are our sisters. And if y'all made it this far, you a G. You a G. We will talk <laughs> to y'all next week. See you next Bye. week. Bye. Bye.